Welcome everyone to Vivo Talks, where we delve into the crucial topic of inclusive content moderation and its impact on trust and safety teams. I am your host, Dr. Michelle Teo, Clinical Director of Zevo Health and a Chartered Counseling Psychologist. And today I am joined by Tomas Lopez, who will shed light on key aspects such as representation in moderation teams, unconscious bias, cultural sensitivity, user engagement, and understanding of cultural norms. Tomas is a corporate lead well-being specialist with Zevo, as well as a behavioral psychologist. So you are very welcome, Tomas. Hi, Michelle. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much for the invite as well. I'm glad to be here. Lovely. So let's start with the foundation. Um, why, in your opinion, is representation and moderation teams so crucial when it comes to content moderation? So representation is key because a uh, diverse team brings a variety of perspectives to the table. Uh, when the moderation team reflects the diversity of the user base, it helps in understanding different cultural contexts and ensures a more nuanced approach to content evaluation. Okay, so, you know, when we're thinking about users who maybe use like social media platforms or games um, that are live and online, or even like discussion forums, essentially what you're saying is that if the user base is represented if the user base is representative of certain groups, certain cultures, certain backgrounds, then moderation teams need to be the same. Exactly. So it's important to take that into consideration. So uh, the cultural background, where the person is located, and the context that, that they are inserted is very important when we are talking about inclusive content moderation. So it's important for the moderation teams to be aware of that as well. Mm, yeah. And I suppose, you know, in, in the context of this kind of discussion, unconscious bias is a term that's often discussed. So could you explain how unconscious bias might manifest in content moderation and what kind of potential impact that has on the moderation processes? Yes. So unconscious bias can seep into decision making processes mm. and leading to disproportionate actions against certain content. For example, a uh, lack of awareness about cultural nuances may result in the unintentional suppression of content that is actually harmless but misunderstood. I can give you an example to, to make that uh, more clear. For example, mm. countries that speak a specific language or the same languages, like Portuguese. So we speak Portuguese in Portugal, some countries in Africa, and there is also Brazilian Portuguese. And then there are cultural aspects of that that needs to be taken into consideration. So a word that in Portugal might seem harmless, in Brazilian Portuguese, the same word might mean something completely different, that mm. it can be something offensive. So it is important to be aware of that for the content moderation teams to know um, if that word in, in specific areas of the world is seen as offensive or not. So that that is something that we need to take into consideration. Yeah, and I think that's a, a really good example of, um, you know, just language nuance. Um, despite the fact that it is at its core the same language, there can be differences by countries um, when people speak that language, whether it is like 
a different dialect um, or if there's mm -hmm. slang terms that are not used in one country versus the other. And so, you know, unconscious bias is that, you know, we're able to understand that nuance a little bit better and that moderation teams need to also be able to understand those nuances in the same way. Exactly. And then uh, some platforms are using uh, shadow banning, which is pretty mm. much like when the content is being, the person is not being blocked from that specific platform, mm -hmm. but that comment might be not seen by everyone yeah. based on where they are, you know? So it's uh, sometimes like the, the, when, when shadow banning happens, the user won't even be notified that this is happening. Right. This is mostly for the platform to protect a specific um, cultural backgrounds or social backgrounds. Mm, and I, I, yeah, we see that, you know, with a lot of influencers who talk about shadow banning is that um, mm -hmm. they feel they're not being represented by the platform or that they're, they're finding it hard to be represented uh, because of that shadow banning. And whether or not that's actually happening, there's, you know, potential unconscious bias that's being played out um, by some of those processes. And, you know, that it's as a human moderation is, you know, fundamentally a human centric kind of piece of work. It It's hard to get away from those unconscious biases. And so, you know, I think that leads nicely into our next question, um, mm -hmm. which is how cultural sensitivity is really paramount when it comes to moderation. So how do you feel that content moderation teams develop and maintain cultural sensitivity to avoid uh, unintentional biases? Very good. So uh, training plays uh, a crucial role then. So mm. content moderation teams should undergo regular training sessions to enhance uh, cultural awareness. And additionally, uh, fostering an inclusive environment where team members feel comfortable discuss discussing and learning about diverse culture which is like very essential for, for, mm. for them and for the content moderation itself. So for example, what is important to take into consideration like that the, the companies uh, can do is, for example, workshops from experts uh, that will be able to, to support those discussions, to make those discussions efficient and mm. valuable. And then some uh, guided peer group support as well for the content moderations to be able to, to talk about the content and to talk about their own cultural awareness or how mm. to raise their cultural awareness. So it's important to have um, that organizations have those experts to be able to deliver those workshops and, and those guided discussions. Yeah, and it, it reminds me of um, when I was supporting moderators, you know, sometimes mm -hmm. there are certain uh, platforms who maybe have agnostic review processes where the individual who's moderating the content doesn't actually speak the language of the content that they're moderating. So things like cultural sensitivity and making sure that there is awareness of cultural differences is really important, particularly in those kind of areas where you're not just relying on people's market knowledge or their language knowledge, um, where they maybe are using translators or other tools to help them do the work that they're doing. Exactly. So it's, it's, it's exactly about that. Uh, I do recall myself as well when supporting uh, teams. Mm. And this this is very important and a crucial part on 
yeah, so you, you come from a specific background, you talk, a specific, talk uh, in a specific language, but it's still like it's important to have that, those, those discussions raise the awareness for something that you might not know. So, yeah. And then you will be able to do the moderation in, in a way that is effective. Mm. Our approach is holistic, providing services to the organization, the wider trust and safety team, and individual content moderators. From one-to-one -one digital and in-person therapy to crisis management and group interventions, we ensure every step of a moderator's career journey is supported. But Zebo's impact stretches beyond individual care. We provide comprehensive organizational solutions, aligning with regulatory demands for compliance assurance, enhancing operational efficiency for performance optimization, and proactively supporting brand integrity. We want to ensure that content moderators across diverse industries, from social media platforms to streaming services to gaming, are flourishing. Discover our solutions today. Dive into our world of proactive wellbeing solutions. Visit zevohealth.com or click the link in this podcast description and join us in leading a new era of content moderator wellbeing. And so I suppose engagement is often cited as a challenge in content moderation. So how can an inclusive approach enhance user engagement while ensuring a safe online space? So that would be by involving the community in the moderation uh, process. So platforms mm -hmm. can gain valuable insights and foster a sense of ownership among users. So an inclusive approach invites users to be part of the solution as well. So creating a collaborative environment that encourages positive engagement. So uh, as an example, I can, I can give you, it's like some discussion websites rely on community moderator besides their own a content moderator, moderator's staff. So mm. also uh, user uh, uh, that engage in, in reporting anything that is harmful. So basically cross-functional approach in the platforms where more than one department is supporting with tailoring policies, reporting tools that needs enhancements or, or maybe uh, AI data settings. So there is um, a variety of areas that not just the content moderators themselves will be mm. in those discussions, but then the users on or, or other departments yeah. that will be able to support in in creating uh, creating specific tools or, or policies, as I said, mm. to promote that. So it's not focusing only on the staff, but it's pretty much opening the discussion to uh, um, a variety of the population and like a, a wider group. Yeah, and and it's sort of the crux of what we've been talking about for the last few minutes. You know, it's it's really about having that diversity of voices. So yes. it's not even just the diversity in terms of like culture and background and, you know, it could be religious affiliation and political affiliation or whatever else. It's also just having a diverse set of voices in terms of like roles. Um, so am I a user? Am I a content moderator? Am I someone who builds AI tools? Am I a policy developer? Whoever it is, as many voices that we can get at the table, the better. Exactly. So understanding cultural norms, I suppose, is also critical when we're talking about inclusive moderation. So 
how can content moderation teams keep themselves updated on evolving cultural norms in order to adopt their, oh, sorry, in order to adapt their strategies accordingly? So uh, regularly engaging with uh, the user community. So leveraging mm -hmm. feedback uh, mechanisms and staying connected with cultural experts are effective strategies then. So continuous education within the moderation teams is also key to ensuring a dynamic and responsive approach to evolving cultural norms. So for example, content moderation, moderators should be aware of changes in the world. Mm -hmm. uh, like boards that before were considered acceptable, let's say, even I wouldn't go too, too far, like five years mm. ago, some words would be accepted uh, as like not offensive, not harmful for when, when you're calling a person. But nowadays, those same words that before were okay, yeah. they can be considered and seen as offensive by specific communities. So we need to be constantly aware of the changes that are happening in the communities and in the world. Mm, and yeah, I think you you make a really salient point there is that it can be language, sometimes it's behaviors, um, but <laughs> you know, culture shifts all of the time. What's acceptable versus what's not acceptable shifts all the time. What's offensive versus what's not offensive shifts all the time. And so we have to be able to kind of keep up with the evolving landscape. Exactly, and which is extremely important. Like the world changes and the content moderation needs to change as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So in the context of content moderation, um, how do you think that technology can be leveraged to enhance diversity and inclusion efforts? So technology can aid in automating certain aspects of content moderation, uh, but it's essential then to ensure that algorithms are trained on diverse uh, data sets to avoid perpetuating biases. Mm. So additionally, ongoing human oversight is crucial to handle nuanced situations that algorithms might struggle with. So, like we are talking a lot about AI at the moment, uh, mm -hmm. which is efficient until certain point in content moderation. So, yeah, it is important to have the human side of it where, as like uh, you asked me in previous questions about how like the teams are trained to, mm. to see the differences and what's happening in the world and what like the difference between same languages. So sometimes uh, the algorithms and, and AI can struggle with that specifically, yeah. then there where the content moderation and team is, is so important mm. to be that layer of protection to, to the users. So Tomas, what steps can platforms take today to make their content moderation more inclusive? Good question. Uh, so platforms should prioritize diversity in hiring. So from mm -hmm. the hiring process, they would take that into consideration and make that an important aspect of the hiring process. So invest in ongoing training programs then, uh, involve the community in moderation decisions, and mm -hmm. embrace a culture of openness and learning. By doing so, they can build trust, create safer online spaces, and contribute to a more inclusive digital environment. Great. Um, so my last question for you then is, 
how do cultural dynamics impact well-being and trust and safety services in the workplace, especially if we're considering interventions, moderation practices, even team leadership across diverse cultural backgrounds? So uh, cultural dynamics play a crucial role in shaping the effectiveness of well-being and trust and safety services in the workplace. Mm. So inclusive moderation requires a cultural sensitivity that goes beyond avoiding judgment or bias. Uh, it involves tailoring interventions to suit specific cultural groups. Uh, for instance, um, some cultures such as certain cultural and social groups from specific countries may perceive seeking support as taboo or indicative of mental health issues. And then uh, similarly, team leadership from a different cultural backgrounds can lead to miscommunications and tensions if not managed uh, effectively. Mm. Then I would say training in understanding and conscious biases becomes essential to navigate a diverse environment encompassing various factors like sexual orientation, race and cultural beliefs. So by fostering cultural awareness and sensitivity in in all like in all aspects involved from leadership to the teams, mm. uh, then the organizations can create a safer and more supportive workplace for their team, ensuring that well-being, interest, and safe services are truly inclusive and effective. Mm. I think that's a that's a great point for us to kind of finish up on. Um, so I really thank you, Tomas, for joining me today, um, sharing your insights on the really critical role of diversity and inclusion in content moderation. So to all our listeners, thank you very much. And we welcome you to join us next time as we continue exploring pressing topics in the ever-evolving landscape of online platforms. Thank you very much, Michelle.